Welcome to the Cryptomaniacs Podcast. Join Taskmaster 4450 and John G. Olson each and every week as they dive into the crazy world of cryptocurrency. If you are new to crypto or you've been through a few bear markets in the past, this podcast is for you. It's time to start the show. Ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages, you're just you're looking at my mug if you're watching this live right now. Uh, we are having uh, some issues this morning with Task's video. No, it's not his video. It's coming in fine. But his interwebs are acting up. So we thought it would be better just to hear his amazing voice instead of looking at him and hearing his amazing voice. So uh, Task, how are you doing without the video? Oh, it's a thrill of a minute fighting with the internet. So, uh, you know, just very frustrating and been having issues with some sites loading, some sites not loading. And then on Leo Finance and, and on Hive, it's a pain in the ass because, uh, you know, leave out a comment and hit submit and get that error message. And it's just been an ordeal. So such is life. But as you were saying off air, if this is the worst thing that happens today exactly. or even this week, probably doing pretty freaking good. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not bad. So everyone listening to this, it's going to be like normal. Uh, but those might be watching live are probably going, why is John's head so big? Well, that is why, because I'm not sharing the camera right now. It's just me. So you'll have to put up with me, guys. So uh, thank you for coming uh, and hanging out with us. This is the Cryptomaniacs Q&A session. So it's Friday. Uh, what is it? The 23rd of July is crazy. I, I did this post last night on... Um, on Hive about the Cryptomaniacs podcast, we started this March 19th of this year. We've been going since March 19th. It's pretty good. Not bad. Four months. Not bad, right? I mean, this is a. Oh, I, I think we're pretty consistent with it. And we adapted the format before we were once a week for two hours. And now we're twice a week for hour, hour and 15, unless we have guests and. Right. You know, we give them the allotted time, but I think the twice a week format for shorter durations and you had a great idea with this Q&A session. That was your idea. Kudos to you. And I, I hopefully the audience likes it and enjoys it and finds it valuable and can can be more a part of it. For sure. And that's really the goal of this this podcast is to make it very interactive. So I think that the second half of the week when we do these Q&A sessions, we hope adds a lot to the community to, to help them to get their questions to make it feel like it's a, it's a two way street here, not just us talking for hours each week, but getting your questions answered, your feedback, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, this week, there, there's there's a few questions for sure, but it, it's really interesting uh it, it's very ctp specific uh and um a whole lot of online business affiliate marketing questions to relate to cryptocurrency and the blockchain so this should be some fun this week uh hope you're up for it task i'm gonna i'm gonna ask your opinion on things because i don't i don't want to just hear myself talk i, I talk too, <laughs> i talk talk too much man 
So well, it, it, it is your forte. So uh, you know, you do have a bit of a track record. And I, I mean, maybe that's a positive sign that we are attracting more people with the entrepreneurial mindset, and it is an area of greater interest on Hive. And, and I think that's wonderful if we do have more people who are interested in building businesses on Hive. That, that's what we need. So sure. if we got some more entrepreneurs, I think we should be happy about that. Well, let me let me put the disclaimer out there. I, I make people feel really guilty in our Telegram group. Uh, I always go, oh, guys, I'd love to give you some free cryptocurrency with some upvotes and tips. Can you ask some questions? <laughs> so, hey, you know, we're, 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 we're not above bribery. No. We're not, you know, no. listen, uh, no. you know, we're a couple guys. Uh, you know, you look at our arrest record. Yeah, we fractured an educational law or two. And, you know, an indictment is not a conviction. That's a good, you know, policy to live by. And, uh, you know, so whatever we got to do, whatever. We're willing to go to most lengths. I'm I'm okay with it. I'm okay Yeah, we have it. little shame. I mean, come on. You know, yeah. We're not proud people here. Exactly. Yeah, beautiful. So uh, let, let's get fired up. Um, got, got some questions. We'll dive right into it. So again, this is Cryptomaniacs Q&A session. Each and every Friday we do these. Uh, Be, before we get started, before yes, we get started, we're going to hear you talk to yourself. Uh, let's start off with uh, something I want to, because you this is your forte. I don't follow too closely. Over the last week, any news about Splinterlands? It seems, you know, with Axie Infinity is getting a lot of attention. Can you give us, a, is there anything that you want to report? Any updates oh. with Splinterlands <laughs> that you've seen? Uh, Did I just open up a can of worms? Can or is of it? worms. Yeah. Um, so I go, and that's actually a question this week inside of, oh. uh, yeah, which is really cool. It's uh, someone calls you out, so it's going to be fun. You'll enjoy it. Um, I well, uh, the big news is that Monday the SPS launch is happening. So that means it uh, depends on what you hold asset wise in Splinterlands, you will be getting the airdrop every day for the next year. Uh, it, so of course, my addiction took full, you know, I was I went all in again this week, w went and bought another gold foil legendary off the market. That means I have 20 of these things total 19 unique gold foil legendaries. I just, I, you know, people are like, well, what happens if it, if it tanks? It's like, I, if it, if the market tanks, the market tanks, I don't care about that. I'm looking at the fact that I'm going to be getting, you know, an SPS airdrop for all these, the, 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 the DEC worth of each of these cards, plus everything for SPT and your battles. It's, it's just, it's amazing. Uh, so I do highly recommend people check out, uh, I think it's sps.splinterlands.com for the white paper to go over everything. But, uh, uh, if you have some cards and if you've been active inside of this community for any amount of time, you're going to be getting the airdrop on Monday. So that's kind of a little bit of news. So, that's and then big news and my big addiction news. for buying gold foil legendaries. So big yeah. news. Okay, great. Yeah. Yeah. And, and don't worry, we got, we got a fun little question uh, that's going to pop up. In, in Do this we week. want to start with that? Take it out. Do you want it? Okay. Okay. Sure. Perfect. We started yeah. with Splinterlands. So let's, yeah. let's go with it. Yeah, and, and it's from your, your buddy, Jay Fang, 003. Yep. yep. He says, I want to know 
if Taskmaster regrets not getting into Splinterlands. I don't think it's too late, and he could always get some nice rewards each season for not doing much in the worst-case scenario. It does seem like a fairly good investment since the price of everything has exploded. And then I told him, I will bug you about that for sure. So, <laughs> Well, certainly, I mean, hindsight is always twenty twenty. I mean, right. it's I, I regret selling some of my Tesla last year. I didn't sell it all, so I'm very happy about that. But I sold some of it and made a nice profit, but I, I missed, you know, a lot more on the upside. Right. So, I mean, we can always live with regret. Um, you know, to be honest with you, I, I miss the investing. I, I'm not much of a gamer. So if, if I, I, I played some games and, you know, quite frankly, lost a little interest very, very quickly. I, I just, I'm too OCD to sit there and try to learn what every number on the card means and all that other right, stuff. Right. Um, you know, should I have thrown some, some money at Splinterlands in hindsight? Yeah, I guess you could say that, but uh you know, there, there's just so many opportunities out there. It's it's hard to know what is valid, what is not. I never got into, uh, what was that uh, drug dealing game? Um, um, drug Wars. Drug Wars. Yeah. I never got into that. And that yeah. was obviously a good thing because, uh, you know, that exploded and went real well, but then ended up, uh, you know, doing whatever, I guess. I don't know if it was a rug pull or whatever the hell hell the case was. But either yeah. way, um, you know, well, I've been around long enough. There, There's enough buses out there. There's enough trains coming along. You can't be in everything. I got limited amount of resources. I, I mean, I have huge regrets right now every day that I don't have more resources available to take advantage of some of the terrific opportunities that right. are are cropping up so splinterlands is just one of many i mean i'd love to have a hundred thousand more leo i'd love to have fifty thousand cub uh you know i i you know i'd love to have more index tokens i'd love to right. have more of, of of everything i'd love to have you know a hundred thousand more hive right. um and yes i'd love to have 19 gold foil uh splinterlands cards but, uh, you know, you just can't be everywhere and everything. I mean, Rising Star may be a, a game that takes off. I don't know. I don't have anything in it. I don't play it. Um, you know, Ocean Waves or whatever it's called. I mean, there's just a ton of stuff out there. and yeah. You never know what's going to hit. Uh, ultimately, I look at it this way. I hold a fair bit of Hive. So the more success on Splinterlands, in some way I'm going to financially benefit because that can only help Hive in, in my right. opinion. And the more popular the game, the more, I mean, I go out on Twitter and talk about Splinterlands right. and basically I just steal your ideas because I don't <laughs> know about it, but uh, you know, I, I do what I can to promote Splinterlands because it's a very successful game. It's one of the most popular, if not the most popular blockchain game and it, it deserves its it's due. I don't know if I'm helping any or not. And I don't get the direct monetary value since I, I'm not really holding much in the game. I might have a few cards from the few rounds I played. I don't know. Uh, but I, but then I, that said, I got, I, I went and dumped a bunch of money into the uh, SPT. So I got right. a couple hundred thousand of that. And I guess I'll get something for that in this airdrop, which, you know, Hey, that's just a bonus. And yep. maybe at some point this SPT takes off and, I make a bunch of money there. So, 
you know, I don't think I, I think we're at the point on Hive. There's so many opportunities. If you're going to sit there and regret stuff we missed, I, I think you're going to be driving yourself batty. I mean, there you just there's so many opportunities. You have to accept you you're you're only going to be involved in a few of them. And I remember uh, reading a comment what Block Trade said because somebody wrote a, a comment or on a post or something. And, you know, saying, well, why don't you support Hive Engine? Why don't you do this area or thing? And, and he was very upfront. He says, listen, mm -hmm. I'd just rather develop open source software. I, I got, you know, I have what I have, but I'm not interested in investing in, in all these different tokens. Right, right, right. You know, he, he, that's not his thing. So, you know, he writes software and he's got a crap load of Hive and he has whatever he has through the block trades swapping and, you know, that's that. So, yep. But yes, I would love to be have your Splinterlands uh, <sighs> account, and if 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 you ever want to just pass it on to somebody, I, I'd be more than happy to take your keys off your hands. Oh, for sure, yeah, no doubt, no doubt, yeah, perfect. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that's that's a good point, man. I mean, there's so many things out there, and there's a lot of games that I've kind of slept on, and you know, like I know everyone's pushing Axie Infinity right now. I haven't even looked at it. Um, just no. mostly because I can't stand Ethereum, and the thought of dealing with Ethereum just drives me nuts but maybe i'm missing out on a lot of potential income there who knows you know but I, I i like what i'm in and and if i learn a little bit more as i grow good if 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 it's you know something that i'm not gonna get into i kind of ignore it which might be good or bad but for me it keeps me focused so well how, how many stocks are out on the stock market right, that are exactly. going to be major winners that you don't own that right. I don't own. I mean, you can't be everywhere. You you got resource issues and you got time issues. I mean, yeah. how many how much more time do you have to learn a new game? Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, well, I, I haven't even learned Splinterlands. That's the funny thing. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I look at it strictly as an investment tool. Um, you know, which... but but you you have learned enough. You, right. and you spend enough time learning about your investment. Yeah, so yeah. from an investing perspective, you understand that. But how much more time, even if you want to go to Axie Infinity as right. an investment, exactly. you know, how much more time do you have in the day? And yeah. you know what's going to happen? Three months ago, nobody's talking. A month ago, nobody's talking about Axie Infinity. What's what's there going to be three months from now? Right. It's going to be something we else. jump on yeah. that one. I mean, I, I see these people who are bouncing around all over the freaking place and it makes your head spin. I mean, maybe it'll work for them. But, you know, mm -hmm. you're you're in heavily to Splinterlands. I'm not. That's okay. You know, you're you're going to benefit tremendously from the growth, and that's a good thing. You know, maybe the next one that comes along, I get involved in, you don't, or vice versa. Right. Who knows? Well, also, like you said, I think you know it it it, it helps Hive. The trickle down effect is there, so it's it's a win if you hold Hive. If it's a win if you for this blockchain, so it's a good thing. Um. I, uh, there's two questions here. I'm going to kind of lump them together because they're very similar, but we'll, we'll, I'll read both of them and then uh, we'll, we'll tackle them here. So success my way says, I want to know the best way to learn how to use CTP to promote my online opportunities. I've never seemed to grasp CTP platform and I need to learn how to use it as a marketing tool. And then the second question, which kind of ties in is uh, from T Franzini. He said, could you talk about how to get started in affiliate marketing? It's not something I ever thought about doing, but I figure I should learn because the base I should learn the basics in case I want to give it a go. Um, so for me, 
the, the big thing, CTP is a training platform. So the whole idea behind ClickTrack Profit, the, the main site, is to train people how to do everything from personal branding to email marketing to traffic generation to now the blockchain. And what we do is we introduce people in ClickTrack Profit to the blockchain to Hive specifically. Uh, we do touch on a few other blockchains, but generally the, the, the focus is Hive inside of ClickTrack Profit. So what you use CTP for is to train you on how to use all these different platforms which help you build your business. Uh, that's the best way, I think, to learn CTP is to get in there, start doing the lessons, plug into the community, start posting on CTP Talk, learn about Hive, join the different uh, you know tools that we have that'll help you learn this. So that, that would be my recommendation to get to learn CTP. But how to get started in affiliate marketing kind of answers that question right there. I mean, affiliate marketing is this big, scary beast sometimes a lot of people think you know oh i gotta build a mailing list of ten thousand people to be a success or oh i need to have twenty thousand tiktok followers next week to be considered an influencer well affiliate marketing i think is it's it's kind of like chipping away you gotta every day you gotta learn something new you gotta push yourself but it's it's not that scary when the biggest thing for me is when you got involved so that's what, again, beating a dead horse, we're trying to do with CTP. We're trying to get people more involved. So the more involved you get, you realize it's not this big, scary beast. You start playing with things. You start learning terms. You start you know, taking part in the community. You start making blog posts on CTP Talk, which is going on Hive. You start building your mailing list. You start, get, you start getting followers on different social media platforms. You chip away. So every day you're doing little things uh, don't worry. I've always said you don't need a list of 3000 people. You need a list of three people because you got you just like you said, just with the Splinterlands example, there's way too many things out there and you're going to go crazy if you try to learn it all. So the same advice I would give people trying to get started in affiliate marketing, pick something and chip away at it. Uh, and, you know, shameless self-promotion. That's what ClickTrack Profit was designed for. It was designed for you to chip away every day to encourage you to learn these things. But the most important thing is to roll up your sleeves and actually do something. We just, we don't give you a video and say, this is how to generate traffic. We'll do the video and then we'll walk you step through step. And now this is how you generate traffic if you're doing these things. So that would be my recommendation. I don't know, Task, if you have anything... Uh, to add to that, if you'd like to touch on the affiliate marketing stuff. No, I really don't know much. I mean, don't forget, I, I only just got a Twitter account like five months ago because Nathan and, and Cal yes. just kept beating me over the freaking head. Yes. So uh, what the hell do I know? Um, the only thing I can answer with uh, T. Franzini is that the, what comes to my mind is how wonderful it would be if there was a project of experienced affiliate marketers who had the capability, the background, the education, the understanding, the know-how to develop a successful affiliate marketing campaign that maybe becomes tokenized and those of us who don't know about it buy into it. That would be something wonderful. But outside of that, you know, uh, I just go on Twitter and talk about Hive and I write 
and put videos on Hive. There's my affiliate marketing. Well, I don't know what, if that even yeah. qualifies since I'm not selling a product other than myself. But hey, you know, that's what you do. Write articles on Hive and watch John's Monday CTP broadcast. Every, there you go. Religiously. Yes, perfect. And, and DM them <laughs> a lot to say, you need a CTP investment program. He, he has he has said that to me a few times as soon as my life gets back to normal ish i'll uh, i'll be sure to dive into it so <laughs> back to normal next week guys so uh pray for me uh hope that blaine, answers... blaine needs to build another website so give well, him something to do i i got a little teaser and blaine's gonna kill me because i'm not supposed to say anything but he's been working on something big for the ctp tribe on hive so that's all I can say, but he showed it to me this week and he swore, he made me swear that I wasn't allowed to say anything. So technically I'm saying something, but I'm not saying what it is. So hopefully that gets me. Past. I forced you to do it. Blame yeah, me. it's, it's pretty exciting guys. So anyways, that's the teaser. He, he's basically done it. He's just kind of waiting for me to get back to normal so he can announce it while I'm around. So, yeah. So that's coming very soon. So that was, you know, hopefully a teaser anyways thank you for the questions guys i hope that helps edric uh comes up with a, a an interesting one we've we've talked about this before but i thought it's always a really good refresher because this is a crypto podcast and this is there's a lot of people that might be brand new to this so he asked what is a solid crypto investing strategy i would like for you to explain to me some good ways to invest in cryptocurrencies I have my way, but let's let, I'm pretty sure it'll be the same as task, but let's, let's listen into tasks, solid crypto investing strategy. Well, the only thing I can share being just some dude on the internet is, uh, you know, my experience and my views on things. I, I think you, you look at crypto as, you know, laying bricks, laying a foundation, building a building. And right. for me, uh, I would say at this time, even still, it, it, it's how I got into it, but I think it's still applicable, at least with the top two. I say you get yourself some Bitcoin, you get yourself some Ethereum. Mm -hmm. Now, those are probably pretty solid, Depending on your capabilities, if you're a chart reader and trading and all that, you decide your own entry points. If you're long term and you believe Bitcoin's going to 350,000, well, whether you buy at 25,000 or 35,000, you know, in the long grand scheme of things, doesn't really matter all that much. Of course, you'd prefer to have things at 25,000 and 35. Right. So I, I think you want to start with your foundation uh, if you're investing money. Uh, if you're just looking at passive uh, opportunities, if you will, and, and speculation, I think your risk is much lower with Bitcoin than any other token out there simply because I think the success of Bitcoin is likely at a much higher rate than anything else in terms of the, the risk reward, the odds. Bitcoin's not going to fail, is what I'm saying. Right. So, uh, you know, it might not be the biggest gainer from here, but it's not going to fail. Uh, from there, I think it jumps over to utility. And if you're looking to invest, invest in something that has utility. Uh, you and I are of the mindset, if you're going to invest in something that has utility, invest in something that has utility that you're actually using. Mm 
And that's where, where we have our foundation in Hive and some of these other tokens that we've, you know, either put fiat or other currencies. You said you, you moved, uh, what was it, some Bcash or something over last week right. and you picked yourself up something else. Um, you know, that's still investing. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it's very important to make that transition. Yes, you can have your spec stuff. You can have your, uh, you know, whether it's Cardano, Litecoin, Bitcoin, Ethereum, whatever you like, you can have that stuff. But I, I think the transition is to say, okay, and we'll use Hive since I know about that. Here's this thing called Hive. I can get involved in it. I can get involved in some of these communities. I can get the tokens in those communities and increase my influence. And because of that, I can get curation. Right. I increase my reward. I can do and helps you to compound it. So that would be my suggestion. You get some of the base layer foundation to- coins, but then you start to look at you know some of the other things and. You know, if you're a trader, then you can play with the, uh, you know, the the Doge and, you know, try to ride those waves. If you're not a trader and I don't trade, I go long term, then I, I would stay away from a lot of that stuff and it'll help your sanity. Yes, you could get a little FOMO, yeah. but you, you just have to ignore the, the, the stimulation within you saying, oh, my God, I should have gotten into that and say, you know what? You look at that one, then you look at 10 others that totally collapse and you say, thank God I wasn't in those. So, right. uh, you know, it all evens out. That That's my approach to things. Yeah, for sure. The the bit, So it would be base layer stuff. So like some solid Bitcoin, some Ethereum, <clears throat> some of the, you know, the gold standards in the, in, but the use case comes in big. So the only thing I would add to that uh, for me specifically, and this is why I have basically no emotion when it comes to the price of it, is I dollar cost average. So I have a set amount of fiat that I put into crypto each and every week. I don't think about it. It's all automated. I use Coinbase. Sorry, I know everybody hates Coinbase, but for me, it's simple. I set it up. It buys every, you know, every Not week. Not as much as people hate Binance now. Yeah, apparently, yeah, yeah. Oh, there's there's lots of news. We'll we'll t- we'll touch on it on Tuesday too. Lots of news in in the in the centralized stuff. So more use case for decentralized exchanges coming up here in the near future. Uh, but yeah, so dollar cost averaging. I don't need to think about it. Um, it just every single week I buy my crypto, and the price if it's low, that means I'm buying more. If it's high. Hey, I've made a little bit of money, so it's that would be my my addition to to this to the recommendation that Task gave. Well, and if I could follow that up, For sure. just with a point, and dollar cost averaging is a proven strategy. It's it's a long term success strategy that's been proven. As long as you have an asset that you believe in, and that right. over time is going to go up. I mean, dollar cost averaging in steers, as I've said on this show probably wasn't a very good idea or blockbuster as it's going out of business. But here's the thing on Hive, every time you get rewarded, whether it's in Hive or in the um, community tokens, your dollar cost averaging with a cost of zero, it's adding to your stake and you don't put any money out. It's just 
okay, I get 20 more tokens or 10 more tokens or 100 more tokens or five more tokens or whatever you get. Right. It's like it's just adding and pulling your your average cost down. Yep. Yeah. Because you you put effort into it. You don't put money into it, whether it's crypto or fiat. Yep. Yeah. And, well, and you're doing both. So it's helping you increase on both sides. It's almost like we planned this podcast to go perfectly because there's actually a question that came up that actually touches on that, uh, which I think is a great point that you just made. Do you mind if I tie this in here and we can? Sure. We can, this sure. Is, this, we, we look smarter then. Uh, it doesn't. It? it looks like we've actually prepared for this and stuff. It's not. Don't worry. It's not 730 in the morning on the West Coast. I didn't just wake up 20 minutes ago, guys. I promise. We, we've been preparing this for four hours. <laughs> I, I got I started yeah. at 6 a.m. and you you started about yeah. 3 a.m. I know, like you know, that's. I mean, what we, we spend pe- pe- our audience does not realize we spend between 40 and 60 hours off air putting this stuff together for you guys, just, just for, for you. them. <sighs> John's Allie- about to get divorced because he's putting so much time in. His wife is about to leave his ass. No, no. that's how committed he is that's how committed i am podcasts over everything he doesn't even go. know who the hell his kids are anymore i know who are they billy bobby no is that their names i don't yeah no he just reads about crypto 24 7 he sleeps two hours a day yeah that's it just for you guys just for you um so, so be uh, grateful you bastards yep um aliente asks how much do I need to post in CTP chat? <laughs> CTP chat or Hive? Is there a minimum amount that you should post each day or week? I haven't posted much in a couple of weeks. I've noticed that my curation power has disappeared. Are there other issues I should be aware of? Uh, my daytime workload is at its peak this month, so it's been hard to show up. It will slow down the closer we get to winter. So I guess what he's asking is how much should he be posting to the blockchain? Is there a minimum amount? And I thought this tied in because of what you just mentioned when it came to like your dollar cost averaging by your effort on the blockchain, not by your money. Uh, so maybe touch on this. It, would you? Is there a minimum for you? Do you think uh, I have my minimum? And you know, actually, the the guy I'm staying with when I'm out here in Vancouver. I was talking to him about last night and he's, you know, it's like 12 midnight and he's like, dude, aren't you tired? I'm like, yeah, I'm tired, but I got to do my post. And he's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, I make sure I create content every single day of the week on hive. And I stick to that hell or high water. So that's my minimum. My minimum is one post a day, but what would you say would be the minimum they should be showing well i know task is kind of a machine so you know my, my minimum's a little higher uh, yeah, it, yeah. It, this this is a, you're right it, we seem like we're fucking geniuses uh, <laughs> it so well you mentioned the dollar cost averaging and and, yeah. the, and the term that that comes to my mind is consistency i mean you do your dollar cost averaging but you you said you do it every week it's not that you're doing your dollar cost averaging you know, once in a while, it's right. every week you're, you're, you're going in with your set amount and, and what you can afford and, and buying whatever you're, you're buying. And so I think it's the same thing. And the first thing is you need to be consistent, whatever it is. Now, once a week is not enough. Once a day may not be necessary. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it depends on who you are 
and you know how how big an audience potential audience there is mm -hmm. they call me dan does not post every day right but when they, they call me dan puts up a post every two two to three times a week all of us pay attention right uh but that's hive why in ctp it is much smaller so standing out in that community is a lot easier than standing out in hive right however we have short-term memories we're busy so you know if you're only posting once every three weeks you're going to get lost in the shuffle yeah yeah you might still get your upvotes because some people go through and they just upvote most things and say okay you put forth decent effort uh so here's an upvote but you're really not going to get that steady stream uh the other thing is this ties in with the affiliate marketing if we want to step out even further i'm sure in your training and in your experience i mean you couldn't start to do your your email campaign once send out emails once and then do a follow-up six weeks later you had to right. be consistent exactly. and stuff like that and you got to be consistent in jet generating the emails and trying to get the the addresses and getting traffic to your your funnel and and things of that nature uh steering this back to the the main point of the question i think first and foremost is more important than the number of times is the quality of the post yeah. if you quickly and, and john i know this is how you stand out this is how i approach it to stand out you know the bottom line is we don't try to put up junk Mm -hmm. We try to put up quality content. We take times with our posts. You know, you put in 30, 40 minutes into a post, an hour into a post sometimes, mm -hmm. uh, not including researching and things like that. You know, so it's not full of grammatical errors or spelling errors or things like that. And do the spacing and the SEO and the putting in the pictures and all that good stuff. That's going to garner attention. You know, if somebody puts there's posts I've upvoted that I completely agree, disagreed with 110 percent. I thought the person was batshit crazy, but I gave yeah. him a healthy upvote because, uh, because I know time and effort was put in thought was put into it. I don't have to agree with the, the topic or or the point that's being made. That's, you know, neither here nor there. So yeah. I would say if if you were putting me to a wall and putting a gun to my head and say, what is it? I would say three times a week at a minimum yeah. of quality content. If you are constrained on time, if you are not constrained on time, getting a post up every day is important. So for this individual, while times time is an issue during the, the summer months, three times a week. Yeah. As the schedule lightens up, then go every day in the winter months. Then when you pull back in the summer months, you'll have a bigger following. That that would be my suggestion. And quite frankly, if you can't get time into your schedule to do three good posts a week, then you probably don't belong here. Go do yeah. something else because it it it's just see you know it's like anything else. You got to dedicate time. Yeah, and I I. I really, what you'd said hit home too, when you said, you know, compare it to <clears throat> email marketing. Uh, one of the things people ask me all the time is how much should I be emailing my list? And that's a really good thing that you said. Um, <clears throat> maybe not every single day, but definitely more than once a week. And the same thing holds true 
when you're posting on the blockchain. You, you got to remember that this is technically, and I know people get a little weirded out when I say this, but it is a social media platform. And social media, let's break down those two words. It's social and it's media. So if you're not being social and you're not producing or engaging with the media, what are you doing? So it's, you know, like you've got to be in front of people and it's out of sight, out of mind. You're especially for people inside of the CTP community that are into affiliate marketing and online business, you are competing against people that are hustling all the time. You are competing against people's who entire game plan when they wake up is to be in front of potential customers. So if you think you're going to show up once every two weeks and say hello on a blog post and people are going to pay attention to you, it's just, it's just not going to happen. You've, you've got to put in the effort to be there consistently. And I know it's tough and I know that, trust me, it's, this is the first time in 20 years I've been doing like, you know, an, an offline job <laughs> like I know how tired I get when I get home but like I said last night it was midnight I said I don't care I've got to get the post done regardless I will sacrifice the hour of sleep today so I can get the post out last night and it's just it's it's a commitment to building your business building your brand and and on hive building your following but there's reasons why because like we just said you are dollar cost averaging, I'm using little bunny ear quotes here, into your effort. So the more you do of this, the more you're potentially going to get rewarded in followers, in potential upvotes, in people knowing who you are, so that the next time you do make a post, kind of like the big homie Dan example, people will be paying attention when you do make the post. You might not be doing it every single day, but because you're consistent and you've got good content and you're passionate about what you're talking about, people will pay attention. So hope that helps. Just, just to add to that, and, and it, the other term I want to throw out in ter- also in addition to consistency, and you touched upon it with your little anecdote about what are you doing at 12 at night? Aren't you tired? Is commitment. Right. Uh, this week where I'm at, uh, new, new floors are going in, mm-hmm. in the whole house. And if you've ever been in a place with new floors, <laughs> everything gets moved everything gets disrupted i post a lot i do two videos a day i do two articles a day and so obviously i have to film these art videos mm-hmm. and i'm going out into the july heat and humidity because mm-hmm. i can't film a video when people with their, their hardwood floors so they're sitting there banging and pulling out and putting up molding and all this other crap and you know, that's just not a good background to, to do a video. Right. So I've had to deal with that. I've been getting up early and, and get my morning post up because as soon as they get here at 8 a.m., all hell breaks loose. Uh, and couple that with the Internet issue, couple mm-hmm. that with the fact that you're on the road. Yeah. You know, couple all that, put all this together. And here we are on a Friday, the second time this week, in spite of all this shit. Mm hmm. We're doing our second video of the week. Yes, I'm blacked out because I'm on on my hotspot on my phone because the internet's screwy. Right. But we work around it yep. because we need this video or we need this podcast out there because that's what our commitment is. We do two podcasts a week. So sometimes we have to adjust our schedule, but yep. we get it freaking done. Yep. And again, 
I go back, if you don't have the ability or the time commitment to do, if you don't have the commitment to make the time to do three quality posts a week, you know, go, go do something else. <laughs> I mean, mm. that's all I can say. Yeah. It's, it's definitely a commitment, time commitment. And it's, and it's, you know, some will, some won't, it's just, it's the nature of the beast. So if you're still, you know, maybe stuck on, I don't know what to write about. That's what things like Leo market talk are for what CTP chat is for like get out there and comment more you'll be blown away and something that's always helped me and this is kind of a little tip for people looking for you know what to talk about what like read more books listen to more podcasts watch more ted talk videos you know like read comment sections you will get so many ideas from just your surroundings in this type of environment so twitter twitter will give you thousands of ideas for sure yeah, man. Um, so yeah, I, I hope it helps. And it's and it's a little bit of tough love, because I think a lot of people do struggle with that. Uh, but I think that you do need to make the commitment multiple times a week just to be here um, in front of people. So uh, this is actually look, we're tying it back in because me and task are just absolutely amazing when it comes to planning these these discussions. So here, we're going to tie this one in. This is uh, AOVO. Uh, asks it's twofold because it's it's funny the second one they ask here the first one is how can i get more customers which kind of ties into what we just mentioned and then he'd like to know i say he it might be a he or she not totally sure they would like to know how can i get started without paypal in western union how can i get more customers and how can i get started without the evil evil company that is paypal High pay, high pay, high pay, high pay. <laughs> high pay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, high, we took number two. Yeah, took number Crypto two. Cryptocurrency, I mean, it's yeah. HPD, recurring payments. I mean, we, we, we're we starting to see more and more tools. Yep. Yeah, crypto for sure. Um, I mean, you know, again, beating a dead horse, my situation with PayPal, uh, they took the rug from under my feet after 18 years of using them. I had to basically reinvent my business, so... We made the decision, me and my business partner, Blaine Jones, we said, we're going to get into crypto. What is the best crypto we believe for entrepreneurs, for people that need to learn this stuff? We discovered Hive back then it was Steam. And so I think crypto solves a lot of that. But to answer your first question, how can I get more customers? I think this goes right back to Aliente's question. How many times do you show up? Well, this is how you attract more customers. You show up. You attract more customers, more subscribers, more followers, more upvotes by showing up. Um, Think of it like this. And this is an example I always give for people. Think of a blue chip stock on a stock exchange. Uh, People invest in blue chip stocks because they stay the course. They don't really go up and down. They're kind of solid. They're they're long term. Uh, They're not very exciting necessarily. But you know what? They pay the dividends. They they they're always there. It's a blue chip stock. It's it's the, the cornerstone of the investment world, let's say. You have to think of yourself, if you are a business looking for new customers, as a blue chip stock. Why will people spend money with me? Why will people follow me? Why would someone press subscribe to my podcast? Why would they give me an upvote? Why would they send me some money if they're buying something from me? Are you a blue chip stock? So how to get more customers, you know, thinking of yourself as a great place to do business with or someone to do business with, but more importantly, showing up every day. 
that's critical. I can't stress to you the, the amount of the, like, I might take a couple of days off being on the road and I notice a huge drop in engagement. And this is a guy who's been doing it for 20 years. So if you're just getting started and you're not showing up every day, you're kidding yourself. You have to be there for your customers, for your subscribers, for your followers daily. Uh, that is how I would suggest to get more customers. You've got to also purple cow your business a little bit, I think. And people aren't familiar with the term purple cow. It's from Seth Godin's classic marketing book. Uh, in a nutshell, it's basically telling you to stick out from the crowd. Uh, no one rec- you know, when no one really notices a brown cow or a black and white cow. But if you were to see a purple cow, that would stop people in the track. So you got to think of yourself, how can I become more remarkable? How can I stick out from the crowd? What am I offering that the average entrepreneur isn't? Uh, so that would be my two recommendations. I don't know if you had any uh, tasks you wanted to touch on for that, how to get more customers or followers, subscribers. I, I think, I mean, you know, we could go on for for days on that there's thousands of podcasts and books and articles and you know that's that's everybody's question i I think you got the you know a variety of things a you got to look at everything that you're doing as building blocks and you know every time you add a new twitter subscriber i mean that's somebody else you can reach and you know the more active you want more customers you, you do more activity uh, then, but you know, there's a limit to our time. So then you got to do the 80, 20 rule or the 90, 10, you know, what, what parts of your business are working? Where are most of your customers coming from? Track that monitor that. And then once you get that information, go there. So if you're getting a lot of clicks from YouTube, keep going there. If you're getting a lot of clicks from Twitter, go there. If you get a lot of customers from, you know, doing a podcast, then you keep, you, you keep improving that area. Now you got to always have a backup and keep working on the next one, because as we know, not everything's forever. Nope. That web link that you could put up there, that's driving, you know, 150 people a day. Well, at some point that web link's not going to be providing 150 people a day. So you're going to need to to get the next, but you know, you just keep building and growing and, yep. uh, you know, that comes with the consistency and try new things and what you said earlier, this ties back to the first question or one of the first questions uh, on the CTP, you know, learn something new every day. Do you know about SEO? Are your articles on your website? What are you doing with SEO? Well, go read and and spend an hour watching videos or reading articles about SEO, and then maybe go back and improve some of your older articles, get some better SEO. Even if it drives only a couple clicks, if it moves you up on the rankings of of Google web searches or or the search engines in general, that's going to help and, you know, get a little bit more organic traffic and go to show up at CTP each week and watch John's broadcast because each week you'll get new insight. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, go into the CTP chat every day. And even if you just skim some headlines, if something catches your attention, Somebody puts up a, an antidote of this is what works for me. You can try it. And, you know, if, if we had the magic wand, we would put the John and task 69.99, five steps to get more customers guaranteed three day money back guarantee for sure. Send us your 69.99, how we put together a, a nice fancy infomercial 
and you wouldn't see us again because we'd be on some freaking island. Exactly. But, Sipping out of, uh, with little umbrellas in the cups. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, but there, there is, you know, it, it's, it's kind of like tribes and communities on hive and everybody talks about, well, we got wonderful tokenomics. Yeah. But you're not doing anything to grow your, your, your tribe. Your, right. your tokenomics with nobody involved in no growth is just you got great tokenomics of a worthless token fundamental business practices still apply you need the marketing you need the connections you need the engagement you know maybe on your online business you're not going to chamber of commerce meetings they're different venues they're different arenas but you still need to do the online chamber of commerce stuff now that may be twitter facebook youtube affiliate marketing and getting links out there whatever it is you got to do it on a regular basis for sure absolutely hope that helps man or uh avio sorry apologize um so uh lisa's got a question here uh it's it's more of a she says more of a comment than a question and i think you'll have some fun with this task she notices so many people that are in the network marketing or affiliate marketing space continuing to jump through hoops of centralized social media. I'm just trying to understand why there are no hoops to jump through here and no one is going to take down your posts unless it's blatant spam. Spam. I would just like to know your thoughts on this. So why, why are people still trying to jump through the, uh, the TikTok hoops and why is it so awesome to create here on the blockchain? <laughs> Well, I, I think there's two, two uh, well, first off, the short, short answer is the Web 2, which is my catch-all, not mine, but a catch-all phrase for TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, whatever you want right. to isolate it to, um, is that's where the people are. Now, now there's two people or two, two areas in there. You have the Web 2 people who are there, even if they're talking about crypto and other shit, they're there to profit benefit, leverage, that's where their focus is. Then you have, like those of us on Hive Twitter, who we're there to try to pillage their customer base and bring them over to Web3, or at least introduce them to Web3. So there is a different mindset. So I think you have to decipher which category are people in. And right now, Web2 is still by far a billion fold more populated than web three so that's where you go why do we gravitate towards web three first off you and i believe that's the future Mm -hmm. second off as you mentioned you know if you've mentioned it once you've mentioned it a thousand times in in the four months we've been on this podcast it's much easier to stand out yeah for sure it's much easier to make to, to get to get ahead financially you know you can i don't care what you're doing on hive if you are consistent and active, okay, maybe you're not getting it in a hive token, but you're going to be getting it in a tribe token. And I guarantee you're making more money than you are if you're starting out on YouTube getting <clears throat> absolutely. absolutely because you're getting nothing. You're yeah. getting zero. You're you're insignificant. Mm-hmm. Insignificant on hive still <laughs> makes you money. If yep. you're just commenting, if you're posting, if you're in a tribe, you're engaging with people. And trust us. It does not take that much to stand out. Mm-hmm. You are in CTP or you're on CTP on a daily basis. You are going to catch uh, somebody's attention with a lot of CTP power. You yep. simply are. You cannot. It's just too small 
not to. Now, yeah. if you're putting up garbage, you're going to get the attention for the wrong reasons. But if you're making the effort, you're going to stand out. Is that going to make you rich? Probably not. But is it going to put you a lot further along than on YouTube or Twitter or Absolutely. Facebook? Without a freaking doubt. Uh, so that's why I'm on Hive. That's why you're on Hive. We're in the process of changing the world. To use Dan's phrase, we believe we're going where the puck is going to be going. Mm-hmm. So we're getting ahead of the curve. I go on Twitter to help promote Hive. You have much more expansive uh, online, you know, businesses. So you go there to to engage in other ways. You're also a lot more experienced on Twitter. So, you know, there's a, a, a much bigger connection for you. But still, at the end of the day, neither of us really believes that's the future. Mm-hmm. But we're there for specific reasons today. It's a time period five years, three years, 10 years, whatever it is, we're probably not even going to be logging into Twitter, you know, but right now it's just, that's the ratio and that's a scale. Um, So to go back to the initial question, I think it comes down to those two groups of people, people like you and I were web 3.0 people, but we understand the importance of web two and Mm -hmm. it's a utility. It's, it's a means to an end. Yep. Other people, it's all still about web too. Even if they're talking about crypto, we've talked about the crypto influencers. They're on YouTube, they're on Twitter because they want to build their YouTube following. They want to build their web two following. So they get more AdSense money and Google payouts or whatever the hell they're getting paid on. And and that's fine, but they're not looking towards the future in in my opinion. And I think in your opinion. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I think the, the big thing is the sticking out part. I mean, kind of going back to the question about how do you get more customers? It's sticking out from the crowd. And if you know that everybody and their mother is trying to get TikTok followers or Instagram likes, okay, like you might not stick out there right now, but you can stick out right now here. And that is the allure and the the attraction to me for the 3.0 stuff. So that's a good question, though. It's a, it's, it's a good topic. And I think uh, online businesses will slowly wise up to that. So, uh, And uh, finally, we have a question from my 1440. Uh, and this has got to do with uh, 3Speak specifically. Uh, I noticed that 3Speak has a link for live videos, but when I click on the message, it comes back saying they are updating their systems. Are they planning on having live video capabilities at any time in the future? Now, I know they did beta test it. I know that there it was working a few months ago. I don't know if that's got put on the back burner for Speak Network and for you know the ability for something, let's say like Vim, to use it and tap into the speak network uh i'm i'm not totally sure on the development of it but i think their focus is much more now on the speak network rather than adding live video to three speak but i could be mistaken i don't know task if you know anything in there on that no i don't have any details there's just i mean there was the announcement ish <laughs> I yeah. don't know how much of a major announcement it was kind of a, a roundabout, but speak and um what uh Brian of London are working on with the podcast and is, right. is being tied together. So um all I can say is patience. Three speak is a subset of the speak network from the development team from the the from the uh from uh, Matt and and Dan, yeah. uh, I don't think three speak is going to be 
eliminated. I don't think three speak will be overlooked. They have a lot on their table. And the only thing I can say, and this is presumption on my part, but I think we, it's a logical conclusion based upon listening to them and our conversation with them. They're looking at developing a full service platform. Yeah. So live streaming is, uh, you know, I mean, they, they, Speak Network is is looking at utilizing uh, and providing image uploading. So these guys are, are looking at the big picture and, and to do that and overlook live streaming, live video in this day and age, that doesn't make much sense to me. So I, I don't know when they're looking at it, what layer they're, they're looking at putting it on. Uh, I would presume it's simply just a focus and development issue. Right. You know, they, they, their developers are focused elsewhere right now. Um, you know, so, but I, I would, I would say 99.99% certain there's that, that, that whole arena is going to have live streaming. I can't yeah, for sure. building all this out and not having that. That's yeah. Nuts. Yeah, for sure. And you, you've seen them mess with it before, so I'm sure it's in the pipeline, but uh, we'll see. I mean, this is the best thing about it is I know it, it sucks because we got to, you know, sit on our hands a little bit but uh it's all gonna work out i I really believe that and it's still being built so it's a good question because you know we're obviously fans of the live streaming stuff uh the less we get off the 2.0 stuff the more we do the 3.0 stuff the better and um you know tools like vim allow us to do that pretty easily uh and i know theta is the other big live streaming platform that's on a blockchain so i know speak network will be looking at it too so there you go um guys that was uh that was a great session uh really good questions uh thank you guys for making our friday q a so awesome uh it's just we love these uh you know not saying we don't love doing the tuesdays but the friday sessions are always fun because it's your question so keep them coming at us each and every week and uh well we'll... <laughs> and they're great for me because one thing I have to say in the 45 to 60 hours that we spent yes. off air preparing yes. for this, yes. John never tells me the questions. He keeps them a secret. Yep. So see Blaine, he can keep a secret, just not your secrets. He keeps secrets from me. Yes. Though. He's good at that. Everyone else's um, secrets, not Blaine's secrets. No. no. <laughs> no. He does not tell me. So I have no idea what the Friday broadcast is going to be about. I have no idea what we're going to cover. He he reads he reads them, gets collects them. He he even banned me from CTP chat. I yeah. Mean, he won't let yeah. me in there. I yeah. can't read it. Yep. Yeah, totally. Totally banned. He's done. He's gone. I called Hive Watchers. So it's a on surprise. Him. So he gets yeah. the pure, unprepared, spur of the moment answer off that's, the top of my head. That's the only way to do it, guys. Like you got it, you know. Anyways, <sighs> it's not a job. Those, it's an adventure. But, but in, in all seriousness, keep those questions coming. For sure, we love them. Uh, you know, you guys are doing a great job about covering many different areas, and and hopefully this provides value not only for for those who are asking the questions but for other people either viewing or listening for sure absolutely uh, guys thanks again for tuning in tonight uh, today tonight it's 8 30 in the morning where i'm at uh thank you guys for tuning in uh we appreciate you and uh we will see you on tuesday hope you have a fantastic weekend that's task i'm john go have a good one toodles 
Joe. Thanks for listening to the Cryptomaniacs podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show and look forward to hanging out with you again next week. 